You're listening to an old episode of Metal Gear Mondays. To keep up with all of the new episodes, please check out patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. This week on Metal Gear Mondays, we do our very first side op to Metal Gear Solid 4. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, this is Metal Gear Mondays, the official, unofficial <laughs> Metal Gear podcast where we cover all the games uh, from top to bottom, left to right, inside and out in roughly chronological order. As always, uh, I am your host, Alessio Summerfield, and this week I'm joined by Samuel Wright. So since we're recording this episode on the same day that we recorded last week's episode, I'm still resentful because I can't play Horizon Zero Dawn, which is an A-plus game. However, I have more gummies, okay. and I am um, placated for the moment. What kind of gummies? Oh, um, Shark ones. Well, it's a mix Ooh. because Kroger, I love shark sells gummies. This, Kroger sells this one that's like, it's a box that has shark um, it has like shark gummies, it has shark. Um, dinosaur gummies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a box of shark. You know, it has shark gummies, dinosaur gummies, and creepy crawly gummies. Ooh. So like, I've got uh, some sharks. Um, like this one here, I'm holding up to the camera now. I'm holding up a hammerhead shark. You can't really see it. Um, this one's a little spider. Um, and this one. I don't know what this one is. I can't see and this one is a gummy so Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, and as you can hear, we're joined by Isaac Lem. Hey, my name is Cameron. Very, very nice. <laughs> um, cool. Well, as always, this podcast is brought to you by Forever Nashnot. Uh If you want to check us out, go to foreverinastronaut.com. Uh, check out all the podcast shows, video shows, films. And you can also back us on patreon.com slash foreverinastronaut for episodes a day early, access to Slack, and seasons of shows, video shows, money shows, shows that cost money typically. Anyway, we're in. This is it, boys. This is our Woo! first side up. Um, we are premature, prematurely recording a little bit, um, but we still have kind of a good chunk of responses. So, um, yeah, uh, do, do you guys have a preference as to like who reads the first one? I mean, there's three of us and three decently sized responses. So hmm. I want to read Zach. Okay, so Sam will read, start us off with old Zach Davis via the Patreon Slack. Monsieur Zach Davis. What up? Zach says, So first thought, and it may be from knowing it all beforehand from earlier playthroughs, but the exposition dump of cutscenes so far really makes them drag. I remember them being way better, though, so maybe it's all being new info would make it more bearable. Um, so, cut for a second. Isaac, What's that? as somebody who has played this game for the first time, does all of the new information make very long cutscenes more bearable, or is it still kind of like a bleh? Um, I thought they were pretty enjoyable, actually. It was, I mean, getting into the whole story it kind of made made things more engrossing, I guess. I, I guess if you know everything that's happening and happened already, I could see how it would be like, all right, I already know this, let's move on. But I mean, if you're going into it as the first foray, then for me it was like, "Wow, Meryl really is mad at her dad, <laughs> Uncle, her Uncle, her Uncle Roy, Uncle." <laughs> well, I will. I mean, I'll say tables and chairs. 
I'll say two between so. playthroughs because it's been so long since I like played through the whole MGS4. Um, mm. I gave it like a couple of years. Like it's been like probably five years since I've put any time into this game, um, mm-hmm. and I feel like it feels pretty engaging to me too. I mean, granted, I'm like taking yeah. notes for the show and shit, so there's like a little bit more dynamic stuff happening while I'm playing. But I don't know. I feel I feel engaged thus far. Yeah, I, I, I really think it's. Um, I mean, it's now, like one of Zach's favorite games, so I'm sure he's played it a fair amount. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So the answer, the answer to that, the solution to that, Zach, is just don't play it for five years, <laughs> and then you'll yeah. be fine. Um, Makes everything better. Zach continues. Sex, wine, <laughs> food. You just got a five-year gap. Just got a hiatus. It. Oh, yeah. Just for tuck a little bit. that. Tuck your organs in and just wait. <laughs> just put a cage around your willy. And just don't touch it. Yep. Just don't touch it. No boners here. Nope. That's gross. Zach continues. Um, otherwise, the action humor mix is still MGS level great, and the gameplay still feels amazing, especially after some options tweaking, like it, like it remembering first person mode when you bring up the sights. Oh, oh cool. Did not know that. Nice. Well, I will hmm. definitely be looking at that when I go back to it. Um, the Drebin mechanic is an ingenious way to make action more rewarding, but also make the urge to be a war profiteer a bit too enticing. <laughs> As in, I totally become a murder machine for that DP, so so, so many dead bodies. Mm. But I think that is Kojima wanting to put the players in the place of the war economy and show why it was thriving as it was. Bit disappointed there was no boss fight, but this is definitely the intro in every other way as well so it fits i feel like it is setting up something great even knowing what is to come um and, <laughs> and then he also shared the uh the mega 64 video um of metal gear solid 4 which is always classic mm-hmm. yeah, and i'll be sure to throw it in the show notes as well so thank you for that zach Preach. i don't do you did you, i don't do know you, if you guys remember do you did you guys use the drebin store a lot in your previous playthroughs i don't remember using it like ever but at the same time like i was literally just playing for the story the first time that i played mm-hmm. it and then this is the second time i've ever played it through it so <laughs> i'd imagine if i played through it a couple more times uh like if i ever play through it again after we're done um i'll probably just like fuck around and, and yeah. just get a feel for everything yeah the way that the way that it worked for me was that i it was like one of three playstation 3 games i had for a very long time um so I played it a lot and um, I used it quite a bit in like subsequent playthroughs, but kind of like Alessio, I was just more there the first time for the story and I didn't really play around with it too, too much, but mm-hmm. subsequent playthroughs, yes, I did. Nice. Isaac, I will let you read the uh, the short one. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Alessio. Um, so this one comes... <laughs> I'm sorry, just guy. the way you said that. <laughs> no resentment. No, it's it's fine. Um, this one comes from Cameron Stacy via Fussy Fussybook. Fussybook. Um, he says, going through a huge MGS kick at the moment and stumbled across your podcast. 
Started from the beginning, and it's a good time. Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> that's, where I was, that's where I thought it was going. I almost said it, too. And then I was like, what? Oh, uh, man. Um, so prior to this, I've only been listening to Australian podcasts, so I'm it Always comes back to the Aussies. Always. So here's... So I'm gonna let you finish the. the, the I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. But Australian Metal Gear is the best Metal Gear. Let Cam Man finish what he's got to say. He just wanted to say, it's just nice to happen to tune into some fellow Missourians. Good stuff. Well, there's only one. (laughs) There's only one Missourian on this. And he's a transplant. And he's not even a Missourian. So I apologize, (laughs) Cameron, but these are not the Missourians you were looking for. (laughs) So the the bone I have to pick here, and it's not really a bone, it's just kind of like... Some cartilage. I got some cartilage. Marrow. Um... (laughs) um, I've got some osteoporosis to pick with you. Um, Ew. You're from Missouri, but you only listen to Australian <laughs> podcasts. Like, what is the enticing? Like, I, I, I need another message back so we can then follow up. I on got this. four but, like, letters for you. Hmm. ASMR. Oh, yeah. I say. I say. I? Australian ASMR. That's bad. That is bad. But, yeah. No, I don't know. I mean... It just might so happen that I mean, for a while there were a couple podcasts that I listened to that, like, I realized the other day I was like, "Fuck!" All the podcasts I listened to are from California. Mm. So, <laughs> but Annie, who's which? It? Which part of California? I don't know the Los Angeles part. One, th- I'm just gonna throw this out there. One third of my brother, my brother, and me is in Cincinnati. Oh, and hmm. that's dope. Which third? Travis. Oh, what up, Travis? <laughs> It's what? I said, what up, Travis? <laughs> what up, Travis McElroy? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. So McElroy brothers aside, <laughs> Tomas Cornelius, uh, or fuck, Tom, oh, fuck what? Thomas Cornelius, at uh, RXBandit89, a la Facebook Messenger, says... And I've edited this down. So if yeah, so if you guys are gonna write in, I I mean I don't get me wrong, I like reading the the what you guys have to say. But whenever you guys do email to the show, try and keep it concise. Um, this episode we had fewer responses to go through uh, because of the premature recording. Um, but whenever we do have like our normal amount of Facebook responses and and Twitter responses and stuff to go through and contact form, uh, try and keep them concise because like we're not gonna be able to cover everybody if people write. A ton. So, anyway, that being said, I did edit some of Thomas's stuff down. It wasn't a major amount of editing, but just just so you guys knew the transparency. Um, so, Thomas writes, uh, "All right, so I've been playing Metal Gear Solid Four for the first time. Uh, I just played Ooh. through the first act, and here are my takeaway thoughts. Comparisons to Metal Gear Solid Five. For one, I've played every other Metal Gear Solid game except this one, including Five. I thought Five had some fantastic gameplay elements, as many reviewers have pointed out." Coming from MGS3 to 5, it seemed like a vast reworking of the franchise. However, after spending just a few hours with 4, I realized Metal Gear Solid 5 may have been less impressive of a leap forward as I had previously thought. Many of the gameplay elements exist here almost seven years earlier. There's still the little circular ring that indicates enemy attention relative to your location. Thought that was MGS5, but here it is in 4. Those skull motherfuckers that can boop around the battlefield and soak up bullets, they're here too, but they're just called frogs. The tapes from Metal Gear Solid 5 are just a recontextualizing of podcasts from Metal Gear Solid 4. The gunplay, aiming, and customization are all here as well. 
this isn't to say I don't like Metal Gear Solid 5, because I definitely do, but for that game, I had to learn the newer style of gameplay compared to the original trilogy, as well as the management of Mother Base. But the gameplay is heavily here already in MGS4. This renders the Mother Base management, which I considered mostly a distraction to MGS5, the main addition to the series in that game, and it came at the expense of story. Not sure I think that's a trade-off I wanted. So right here, um, A, I'm going to say Peace Walker did the base management better. Um, and B, Thomas, this is for you. I'm slow clapping because holy shit, did you hit the nail on the head, my friend. Like nothing from five was worth the trade-off uh, of story. Wait, thank you. I'm um, snapping. <laughs> Isaac's in a jazz bar. Um, <laughs> Good luck with that. Those audience mics. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, he continues. Uh, I like that four is dropping me into scenarios again without all of the pretext and loadout considerations. Honestly, maybe it's because I have less time to devote to games now that I'm old and have to, and have to rogaine my hair and shit on the weekends. Now I'm sorry that you have to shit <laughs> oh only gosh. on the weekends. Um, but uh, but I like that uh, I can just pop in, play for forty five minutes, and hop out, so I can do laundry and other things that make me hate my life but are necessary. Anyway, I'm already way more into 4 than I was 5 because I'm not having to create cool scenarios for myself. The story and the setting are already doing that for me. I know, And uh, then he continued on with a, a fair amount of Metal Gear Solid 4 things that we had already talked about within the show. Um, but I will give credit where credit is due. Thomas did make the Zoids joke. Um, and Thomas also <laughs> pointed out the silent helicopters that we talked about as well. <laughs> so thank you thomas for that stuff but uh yeah pretty much so everything he like... pointed out we had already covered uh hold on let me finish it up real quick just because there's one more oh, gotcha, gotcha. um he said i know this all sounds negative but that's because the only thing you can really do is nitpick with this game gameplay mechanics are super solid enjoying myself thoroughly so far so sorry about <laughs> that go ahead sam no i was gonna say so i'd like to make a request of james rackmuth mm-hmm. um and he can he can i know he's got work to do and things like that but he can he can refuse this request if he wants but could you just like flash a picture of a zoid on the screen <laughs> really quick please i greatly appreciate it thank you if not it's fine but like i need this so yes so for the, the, for those of you at home uh we are for these so we've been doing video episodes for for everything um, but with the video episodes that we've been doing so far, um, we have been exclusively exclusively using gameplay footage and like still images from the show, um, like the cover art and stuff. So for the side op, since we don't have gameplay to cut to or anything like that, we are actually recording webcam footage for everybody. So if you do want to watch along with the game and you do want to watch us looking like jackasses on camera, um, go to uh, youtube.com slash forever an astronaut and there's a metal gear mondays playlist but yeah sweet should we um i know uh cornelio boy uh said quite a bit (laughs) cornelio boy what the fuck (laughs) i'm sorry i can't do it i know you come up with all these nicknames sam so i'm trying no i'm not like i'm not like I'm not. Yeah, he's not degrading. <laughs> Come on. I'm just like it's cornholio. Okay, I'm sorry, Thomas. Sorry, I'm trying to corn- cornholio. Is that what you're gonna call him? <laughs> Jesus Sam, Isaac. please help me out, <laughs> Thomas. I'm sorry. Thomas is not cornholio. I don't. <laughs> please don't leave need, because of this. I need to be from <laughs> Are we in Nicaragua? <laughs> anyway. Let me get this um, show back on the ropes. What, what about, what about Cornelio? Say, Isaac? 
I was just saying, um, I know he said a lot, so maybe we should go through and kind of expand our thoughts on his profound ways. <laughs> well, so Isaac, you have no, no context for these thoughts because it's <laughs> yeah, from a different no, game. Have... Well, I know that's <laughs> okay. So what do you? So, so let's you play Metal Gear Solid Five on the show real quick. <laughs> yeah, right we'll now, live, the whole thing live right thoughts. now on this episode. No, I'm just saying. Um, I just want to know. Just a no, little I mean, bit. Yeah, so I mean, I, I I agree with him. So um, so Isaac, the loadout thing that he was talking about. So in Metal Gear Solid Five, um, and I'm sure you may be familiar with this, but it's an open world, unlike four. Yes. Um. So what then ends up happening is like you kind of go back to your base, do some management shit. I will say this: the base management stuff in five in Peace Walker is handled through a menu. Um, in five, you actually have to go to the base, um, or you can do it from the helicopter. But uh, when you go to the base, it's just like, a, in my humble opinion, just a ton of nothing. Um, you can travel throughout the base and stuff like that, which is pretty neat and interact with your soldiers. But like, for all intents and purposes, it's just a big fucking wasteland of nothing. Hmm. Um, and so, essentially, what you have to do between missions is like pick a loadout, pick who you're taking into battle with you pick if you're going to drop in weapons or vehicles or whatever and do all this bullshit. But with this, the game essentially just kind of linearly puts you into these scenarios and just kind of lets you do your thing. Um, And I would have to agree with uh, Thomas that I think for what Metal Gear is like, I don't know. It was always weird to me that five was an open world game because I know that Peace Walker was kind of like edging into that territory, but like, Never while playing Metal Gear have I ever thought to myself, man, I really wish this was open world and I could, like, swim across the ocean to another place. <laughs> like, I don't really give a shit. Like, so, and 5 yeah. does kind of, because it's open world, it has to weave its story around the fact that you can do anything while also not really attempting to tell a whole lot of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they could. I think they could make. I think they could have made a better, more satisfying game if it was just linear, like literally every other game. Yeah, and even if it I, if it wasn't linear, they could have totally made it linear and then have it open up into like a big open environment that you can unlock shit in or whatever. Grand Theft Auto. I kind of liked. See, I thought. I mean, I've only played act one act of MGS Four, but. I kind of like how tight the game feels and it's just like here's, you know, here's what's going to happen and here's, you know, here's what you're going to do. Um and I feel like if they went with, with the open world approach, it kind of is a step back in what they did. I, I maybe they were expecting more from it. Mm-hmm. Um but from what I've heard MGS5 the the mother base is kind of fallen flat and yeah, like you said, nothing to do except run around, I guess. So it yeah. seems, I don't know. It's kind when of lame. I, again too, it's like, it makes sense for Mario 64 to be in like a big open castle and for me to be able to play around and discover little like secret nooks and crannies because it's a mm-hmm. fucking platformer. 
Right. But, but like Metal Gear Solid Five, like I can't like do wall jumps and like discover <laughs> yeah. like a secret rooftop access. Yeah, like what the like, fuck, man? Like and yeah. like <laughs> the thing that I hated the most about Five's mother base, and I promise this won't be just like Alessio hating on Metal Gear Solid Five the podcast, but um, is that throughout the story, little things do change at the base, but to the point where I shit you not, Isaac. A little thing would change after a major story event, and it would trick me into like, "Hey, Alessio, you should maybe explore the whole base because maybe some <laughs> other stuff has changed." <laughs> and and I swear to God, after the fifteenth or twentieth time that I got tricked into like checking everything again, I was like, right. "I'm I'm done." Like I'm I yeah. literally I could care less about this base because. Like, I don't know, every every turn of the story, it'd be like, oh, cool, maybe there's more stuff to do now. And it just never, fla- like, fleshed out, ever. Mm. Um, and the open world yeah. stuff's cool for the sneaking environment, but, like, the way that the game almost ends up feeling is, like, big, open, empty terrain with, like, little pockets of, like, areas. So, like, if, if you... Th- if you think about this game the way that it's set up, if you think about Metal Gear Solid 4 the way that it's set up, it'd be like if you took the palace that we talked about last episode and you took like the street fighting from the first uh, act that we covered, the first part, and between the two, you just put like a big fucking empty desert and then like a jeep. And you're like, this is open <laughs> world. And it's like nothing <laughs> happens in that in-between. Like there's some animals yeah. and there's some people like one dude wandering around or like a stupid little like mushroom plant you can pick or something. But like Mm. there's nothing of like substance between those two areas. So like it's almost like the no more heroes uh, problem where like no more heroes was a quote unquote open world game. But literally it was just you driving from like the store where you could buy things to the person who gives you a mission. And it's like, dog, I can do this in a menu. Like why do I have to physically go I will say, to those kind of games, the only game that I love is Shadow of the Colossus, which is exactly what these kind of, your descriptions of these games are kind of like. But I don't know what it is with Shadow. It's just... Well, there's a purpose. I feel like there's a purpose for the wasteland in Shadow because the time in between has like music... And like you're reflecting on what's happening, and like it's almost like a you it's being part alone of the story. With, yeah, you being alone with your thoughts is the theme of the game. Mm-hmm. And like I could see that. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid from, Five doesn't have that theming. Like, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, well, but you messed anyway. up, Konami. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, and there's some cool scenarios. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, in the middle of a mission, if, like, a target I'm supposed to eliminate gets in a Jeep and drives away, and they're like, oh, he's getting away, Snake, and I've got, like, two Mm. seconds before my mission's failed, and I just happen to, like, shoot a rocket, and it just, like, hits the dude's Jeep at the last possible second. Like, that's cool. And there's, like, these little, like, mercenaries. Like, if you've ever played the Mercenaries PS2 game, um, that's Uh, kind of what Metal Gear Solid Five to me, feels like. Um as far as, like, the style of open world. It just kind of feels mm. like that. Um, though you can't, like, hijack a helicopter, which would be fucking amazing. Um, Dope. Yeah, why are there no... F- like, dude, if Metal Gear Solid Five had a fucking helicopter, 
all bets are off. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can 10 out of 10. Like, best game. If Metal Gear Solid 5 was just Grand Theft Auto 5, then... <laughs> <laughs> with Solid Snake, just as a character? Honestly, with mods, you could probably make that happen. That's true. But yeah, be that being said, it's like, especially coming... When we get done with 4, it's like coming fresh off of 4. And to mm. me, I think... And not to hate on five a lot again, but the perfect balance of four and five is just Peace Walker. Because it's like, hey, every mission has its own little unique environment, which is just one of the little substations from five. Um, and then you don't have to worry about the in-between. And the mother base is a menu. And the plot in Peace Walker is like not as plot heavy as four, but like not as plotless as five yeah so peace walker is just like Hmm. the fucking perfect version of five and it was supposed to be five like kojima wanted to number it as five and konami didn't want to do that because it was a portable game right so i'm excited to play peace Peace, walker i've never played peace walker before never in my life yeah i almost wanted to get it on my vita to play portably for the first time because i only ever played it on the ps3 um, but it dawned on me that if we do want to do multiplayer for the show, um, or at least play a little multiplayer together, um, you can't do Vita and PS3 cause the Vita is not the HD version. And I think they run on different servers. Um, now fuck you nerds. Yeah. So, but yeah, I will say Peace Walker <laughs> does have like a four person co-op where you can go into all the missions. I think as long as it's not a plot mission, you can do four player co-op. Hmm. So, but okay. Um, Alessio, mm-hmm. when was the last time you looked at iTunes? Uh, like three episodes ago, something like that. Because we have, because we have two reviews on here that were done on February twenty seventh. Ooh, those are new. And, okay, would you like to read them? Because please? the last one on here is from the twenty second, which was um, which is in your immortal words, I am a tiff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my bad. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so the uh, the first one is from Cornelio, actually, RX Band eighty nine. Oh, it's our guy. Um, what up, bro? Uh, Thomas, Cornelio. thank you, sir. So we're gonna go we go back to Mister Thomas here real quick. He just says he starts it off by saying, "This is the only Metal Gear Solid podcast that exists, as far as I'm concerned." Yeah, man, holy shit, dude! Thanks, slam dunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was like the end of. Now I feel Street. really bad. Right there. What do you feel uh, bad? Oh, for calling him Cornholio? <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah. Good job, dingus. <laughs> um, if you aren't listening to this already and are an MGS fan, you can jump right in. If you're new to the franchise, I would highly recommend playing along with the backlog catalog of episodes. There is so much flexibility in the Metal Gear Solid game design that hearing how other players approach only adds to the enjoyability to be had, particularly great for long commutes. Aww. <laughs> Um, and then we the single we single handedly from... got that commuter Metal Gear fan base on lock. <laughs> That's all we needed. Truckers and shit. Let's go, dude. Lock commuters. Yep. Get on it. Oh, and make sure that Tom Thomas, if you if you're listening to this, um, try out some Metamucil, dog. Um, it might help you uh, <laughs> use the bathroom more than just on the weekends. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm nitpicking the way that that um... sentence was structured. It just really tickled me. It's not on you, Thomas. I promise. <laughs> Um, The second review from Matt Case, um, who I'm going to nickname Justin Case. Matt Campbell, just in case. Matt Campbell. It's too long. Um, Yeah, no, too long. Uh, 
Anyway, Matt Case says, I'm so happy that MGM is back on iTunes. This takes what is universally my favorite game series and sits down to effectively analyze every nook and cranny of it. He does write book and cranny, Ooh. but I'm going to – I took a creative liberty <laughs> and assumed – No, sir, that no, you're quoting, no, uh, you should read directly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This takes what is universally my favorite game series and sits down to effectively analyze every sick book and cranny of it. <laughs> um, he, he continues – even porn-related sci-fi. <laughs> um, yes, I really don't have anyone in my circle of friends who I can discuss Metal Gear with in detail, so these podcasts are awesome. Not to mention, since you've come back, most of your podcasts have been mega episodes two hours long. Yeah, shit. People, look, okay, so people like very long episodes of this podcast, it seems. Yeah. Which, which is great, because granted, they're probably always gonna be an hour and a half or more yeah if we're being honest with us well that's just how the acts break break up in this game too it's just like mm-hmm. even if we split the act in half we're looking at like hour and a half long episodes mm-hmm. so thank you both thomas and and matt um those are both five star reviews thank you guys we if appreciate you would it. like to uh if you would like to review, go on to iTunes um, in your respective country. Um, that is just America. I did not get. I, I'm on my phone, so I didn't. I wasn't able to look up the other uh, countries. But um, yeah, most of the time we, too. We it's like I mean, we love we love getting the reviews, and they mean a lot. And we read them, but I just don't know uh, if we should take time to read like every single one on the show, just because. Uh, I don't want to do like half an episode of a show. Just like look how great we are, you guys. <laughs> I do. That's true. Fair enough. <laughs> We're pretty awesome. Um, but, yes. but yeah, so just we do we do really appreciate those um, those iTunes reviews. They help visibility if you give us reviews, five stars, um, and we do. They're another great way to give us feedback. Yep. Um, so if you go onto uh, iTunes and search Metal Gear Mondays by Forever an Astronaut um, and leave us a review in your respective country, we would greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, and don't don't, don't look you. up Zettel Gear Sundays because that's my. <laughs> That's my super secret podcast. Is your super secret podcast? Why didn't I? Why didn't you? Uh, <laughs> Sam, can you do one thing that? for me since we came back from break? Yeah. I've just only wanted to hear you say one thing. What's that? Beers up, gears up. Beers up, gears up, teams up. <laughs> Ten cup, teams up, suckers walk. Gears up, beers up. Oh Jesus! I just imagine like two men <laughs> holding metal gears up to each other and like doing cheers. <laughs> Gears up, ten cup, teens up, suckers walk. God damn, I forgot about that'd that. That'd be our call sign if we if we all had our own metal gear. Um that's what we get the over record, the walkie and that's what we'd up. say to each other. I'm holding this up for the benefit of the people at home. No results for Zettel Gear Zundays. I'm sorry. You haven't discovered the secret yet. Oh shit. Is it like a pass like a secret code? Like Leet Speak? Yeah, you never know, man. But, shit. Well, cool, guys. So that's been our side op, our our no, our SOP. No, it has. We've got one other thing that we need to do. What you got? What you got? dot com slash. Oh, that's right. Twit. Isaac Lim. We thought we were gonna author forget. that author that twit. Do it. Are you hyping yourself up? Right so now? let's so so <laughs> so while Isaac is doing this, I'd like to give like. Oh, a am creative, I doing it now? Um, yeah. Oh no, no. shoot! Um, <laughs> Dang it! Uh, yeah, you're doing it right now. Uh, right now. So we we would. Just, <laughs> um, I would just like to recap Isaac's Twitter feed as of uh, right now. Um, he doesn't have a whole lot of tweets, but um, he's got enough. 
Um, so his first tweet was on May 6th last year. <laughs> um, I'm job, a bleepy bloppy, says Isaac. <laughs> um, still, later on still that apt. day, um, <laughs> later on that day, pitch black sucks. Hashtag Baja Blast for life. Thanks, Isaac. Still apt. Mm-hmm. Um, then, <laughs> then, uh, then uh, <laughs> later on, a reply to Matt Campbell, MGS, because as you guys may remember, if you were listening to the show before our break, um, Matt Campbell is very near and dear to our heart, and um, uh, somebody created a Twitter account for him, and it was not Liquid Metal Mike, uh, it was somebody completely different that we still don't know the identity of, so he tweets at Matt Campbell MGS, Matt Campbell underscore MGS, is this what you wanted in all caps? And then his final tweet back in June, his fourth tweet was, sometimes I wish I were Asian. Hashtag jet fuel can't melt me. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's, uh, that's been my life wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, and thank you, Sam. <laughs> and he's been in cryo sleep since June uh, <laughs> Let me, um, doctor this thing up. Doctor it? Chop it and screw it? Chop it up. I really didn't know how to to tweet on this. I, I was trying to figure out how where to type my tweet. I think I found it, but bear with me. Um, you guys talk about baseball. Baseball. I so I know nothing about professional baseball, but I can talk <laughs> to you all day about the act of just playing like a pickup game with some friends. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wiffle ball. Yeah. Go. Whiffle ball. Whiffle. Um Sam, do you whiffle like ball. do you like all stone slow pitch softball? Or are we going wiffle ball or are we going overhand throwing? I'm looking at I'm looking at overhand throwing. <laughs> fucking fucking rotary machine wind up pitch. Being your being your cousin in the neck pitches. Um so for those of you at home you can you can see on the video version currently that I'm uh scrubbing through just metal gear in the PlayStation store in the background. And uh, I didn't realize that there was so much fucking Little Big Planet DLC that's all Metal Gear themed. Oh my god, so much! It's great. Yeah, it's a little much. Um, but anyway, Isaac, have you? What do you? How long is this authoring? What process? are you up to? What are you up to? Jesus Christ! You only have 140 characters. I'm getting there. Just chill out. You're taking every <laughs> character to heart. I am. He's contemplating each character as he types it. Did you ever just like Alyssa? Did you ever just like used to throw shit at people like your family when you were <laughs> Hold younger? Hold on, what? <laughs> no, I didn't throw things at people, but I definitely uh, I was notorious for my grandparents in Sicily had this balcony and it's like six stories up, and so uh, apparently for fun, whenever I was real young, I used to just throw my toys off the balcony so I could watch them blow up on the on the street underneath. All right, Sid. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, they were crash test dummy toys. So it felt, oh. it felt appropriate. Like they, oh, they so should they have supposed, been built. For were that. they supposed to blow up? I don't know. Because like I don't know that that's like a feature that you want in your toy. Well, they didn't blow up, like, but they would like pop all their well, limbs like, off. And yeah. Stuff. Well, like you say, crash test dummy, and I feel like that might be a feature. CTD. Do you guys remember they had like a cartoon for crash test dummies and stuff? Oh dear lord. Sorry, I was that kid that was like into the B the B tier Saturday morning cartoons. Like <laughs> Like Earth Street Earthworm Sharks. Jim and Street Sharks. Biker Mike Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> Biker Mike is a very different show <laughs> than Biker Mice from Mars. 
All right, it's done. Do you remember Mike? It's done. Hold on. He says with authority. All right. It is done. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, Jesus. Um, I, <laughs> Isaac tweets, I am eternally grateful for all the men and women in my life, especially at Rick W. Funderburk, who... Uh, you know who that is? Who's a fan of the show. <laughs> who is that, man? That's Rick. Who's Rick? No, he was my 50th follower, so yeah. <laughs> I had to... Did you so, tag him, or you just wrote out his name? Yeah, no, he at, he at added Rick W. Funderburg. Oh, uh, okay, so, I thought he Rick, just typed out surprise. his full name. I was uh, like, he's never going to see that. So he says this, hashtag... <laughs> <laughs> hashtag 5 for 50, um, written out, hashtag 5450, so hashtag 5 for 50, hashtag MGM, Hashtag <laughs> nothing, nothing after that last hashtag. It's, it's just a hashtag. Get like a thirty for thirty in there. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag five for five recipe sandwiches at Arby's. <laughs> well, that was definitely worth the wait. I agree. So, uh, thanks. If you if you want Isaac to hit another tweet, um, follow at doesn't have a twit on Twitter. Um, five more followers, and we'll force him to do um, another tweet. Something. Um, every every ten followers he gets, so sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety, he's gonna do a tweet, and then on one hundred, he is promised to do <laughs> no, the uh, LS no. Ice Bucket Challenge. That was a joke. <laughs> We're gonna hold you like to it. Tenth tweet. We're, if he's doing it, I don't care. I will fucking I will fucking drive down there myself <laughs> and tie so, you down and support Ice. Oh my you heard it here first. Don't follow me. Well, follow him, and then, like, <laughs> I'll make sure shit gets done. So here's the deal, guys. Just follow Isaac until he has 100, and then everyone unfollow him the moment he does the ice oh, bucket the challenge. <laughs> yeah, that's all they need. <laughs> just, un- just cut it. Just cut yeah, it. we just need 100 people to do that. But <laughs> Very nice. Right. Well, I can't even get 10 people to do a thing, so if 100 people did a thing, I'd be a little blown away. But... Well, it is Isaac. That's so. true. It is. <laughs> well, cool. So, yeah. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to add to any of the uh, responses we got? Fuck the police. Right on. <laughs> wow. Right on. <laughs> I love everybody. <laughs> Boom, diada. Boom, diada. Boom, diada. Boom, diada. Very nice. And, uh... oh, uh, Isaac, I did forget to tell you uh, one of the fun mm. things to do in Peace Walker when we get to it with four people is there are a variety of the item that is made out of cardboard. Um, and so there's a tank <laughs> that you can get in with your friends uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's just a box. <laughs> it's pretty wonderful. It's a fucking, it's like a box tank. And there's like a healing box that you can like walk up to your buddies and like what? put it on over them with you inside. And there's just two of you in this like recovery box. <laughs> Are you being 100% serious? I'm being 100% serious. They have like wow. they have varieties of boxes. It's wonderful. But and like the tank is literally made out of cardboard and is like a box just, that moves around. It's just a box? It's just a box. Oh, this is just a box. <laughs> All right. Bon, bon. Just a box.